We adore you. Uh, we stand under our side. For the manifestation of glory. Glory, glory, glory. Your word said in Isaiah. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy. The whole earth. Glory, God. And remind you, God. Your word said, put me in remembrance of my word, God. In the name of Jesus. And you say, God. That we are seed of a seed uh, in the name That's of Jesus. Uh, oh, God, uh, you see, God, uh, you said in your word, God, uh, that you shall come down uh, and deliver God come on, come on. in the book of Exodus, God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, God, we praise you. Uh, we adore you. Uh, we stand uh, and we worship Oh, God, for your glory, God. Mm, God, thank you. Uh, thank you, God. Uh, thank you for another the ghost uh, of the Holy Ghost, God. Uh, we thank you, God. Uh, hallelujah, God. Uh, Thank you now, oh God, oh God, for the presence of the Holy Ghost. We thank you, God. Your word said, God, that we that dwelleth in the secret place. Oh God, now to dwell in a secret place. Oh, God, we're just starting you, and God, God, we thank you, hallelujah, we pull down every stronghold, every granddad, go back to the pit of hell, and never return again, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, God, you said, hallelujah, that you're giving us power, huh? oh, oh God. Huh? So we let it wash out here. We decree and declare. Hallelujah. We decree and declare. God, for the King of Kings, God, Almighty Himself, in the name of God, we yet praise you in the midst of our songs. We yet praise Hallelujah. Not knowing what tomorrow's going to bring, but I yet praise you. That we're walking in the land of David and living God. Hallelujah. One millions have died already. Hallelujah. So we call this my praise. We thank you now. Hallelujah. God. Who would run in the bush? Who would scare us, God? Well, we yet praise God. In the name of God. You said in your word, God. To put me in remembrance of word, that heaven and earth shall pass away, my word, in the name of Jesus, oh God, your word is a lamp unto my feet, oh God, your word, oh God, cleanses me, this word, Keep me in perfect peace with a mind. 
moved by your power. You said, God, in the very name of of sons, oh God, oh God, call on them that heal, that call us on him, God. And we thank you now, and we call on my God, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, it's an emergency, God, 911 calling, God, 911 blessing, a 911 prayer, a 911 Oh, God, for our children and our grand-grandchildren and our great-great-grandchildren. God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and we stand on the shoulders of our poor father and our poor mother's God that knew their God. And we thank you now and we prophesy to the wind of God. And we speak. In the atmosphere now, God, hallelujah, we speak that the airways fear and conducive for the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, we thank you now that your word said, God, that I have to, to go away so I can sin. My comfort, God, comfort me in the midst of my storms. Comfort us, God. God, God. God. Comfort me when we don't know what to say, but help God when we don't know what to say. Oh, God, we thank you now. Oh, God, God. you said in the book of John 14, Oh, God, hallelujah. Oh, God, let not your heart be troubled, God. My God, my God. Oh, God, because in the midst of our storms, you're troubling the waters. But we know God, oh God, and the power of our tongues, and we speak life in every situation, we speak life in every word, we speak life in the midst of death, we see life in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, that God can't handle her. There's nothing. And we thank you for your tender In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. And we thank the Holy Ghost. We command these bodies to line up with God. We command this spirit to line up with God. We command in the name of Jesus. Oh God, 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 oh we have your shire. We have the power on high. Oh God, to the man. Oh God, to Satan. Come on, let's In the name of Jesus. Oh God, we praise you. We adore you, and we tell you thank you. And we thank you, God, for the word tonight. God, read on our spirits, right on our minds. 
Rainy New York. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Rainy New York. That I was like. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Never be the same again. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God. We call on higher heights and deeper depths. In your word, God. Not a building, but in the spirit of God. We thank you now for the Ruha of God. Oh, can I say, surrender the wind of God. Can I say, Oh, God, I'm on that the Holy Ghost heals us, that our mind and our must line up with God in the name of Jesus. So teach us how to line up, oh, God, it was line upon line and precept upon precept. Not like God, I speak, I remind every strange Every drain spirit, oh God, God, you have no power, cause we walk in dominion and the power and the authority God. My God, my God, you are king of glory, the majestic one. You are and we praise you we praise you in our in our sicknesses in Oh God, huh? if you don't do it, huh? we still yet love you, God. Nah. In the name of Jesus, huh? oh God, huh? we want to none of us that somebody will the night huh? that'll hear this work huh? and be delivered. God, huh? Oh God, huh? we command the spirit huh? of deliverance. Huh? On the airways, uh, we speak uh, the command of Yoshaya of deliverance of In the name of Jesus, uh, we thank you uh, that the atmosphere uh, is changing uh, in the atmosphere. In the spirit of God, uh, we speak uh, that the atmosphere uh, is clear. Uh, we thank you now. Uh, and mercy. Uh, <laughs> your word said, God. Uh, mm, God. Uh, oh, God, that we are no shy. In the name of Jesus. Have your way, Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We didn't know God, we love your God. Oh, God. God, if we had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God, that part of the the brain is opening up for understanding of the mind and the spirit and the free will of God. In the name of Jesus, 
Oh, God. And we thank you now that we are. Oh, God. We thank you of a new mind, a new spiritual mind. Oh, God, that we will never be the same again. And we thank you, God, for the woman of God tonight. We thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, you like it's never been before. Use her in the spirit realm, God. Oh, God, something. That she's never been before in the spirit Just like Paul, God preached and preached and preached. And all of a sudden, God, oh, God, Paul, whole Oh, God, body form, manamoshai, shifted to another place, God. Oh, God, I thank you now that the same God of Paul, my God, my God, my God, my God, Spirit tonight, that the same Paul, in the name of Jesus, that wrote, oh, God, many books in the New Testament, God, the same Spirit of Paul, oh, God, the word he turned, and he upside down, the same Spirit of Paul, the same Spirit of change, the same Spirit of of deliverance. Uh, my, God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. In the mind and the spiritual memory of God. Oh, God. And let her know, let her know, God. Tonight, that something in a spirit man tonight will open up even an understanding, even more than before. In the name of Jesus. And God said, Oh God, that new thing that existed, oh God, that new realm, that space, that place you've been praying God to get to God. God said, as a result of the taking disengagement, I'm doing something in your man and your side. In your spirit, man, like never before, little things become much in the master's hand. God said, just pray. And God told me, tell you, that in this prayer, one of God, there's no way you saw Jesus in the praying with a whole bunch of people every time you see God go and get by himself not with the apostles but in fact the apostles
We like to welcome you guys everyone tonight that are listening live, amen, on the social network for uh, the Periscope TV, YouTube, and also the Facebook Live on tonight and the 19 radio platforms, amen, on tonight. We just thank y'all for turning into our fifth annual, our fifth annual Lock and Low Pull the Trigger, amen. I'm your host, amen, on today. And the Prophet E.L. Robinson and all of the uh, co-hosts, Prophetess from the Lane, amen. And we are out. We're looking for an expectancy to take place on tonight. And I'm excited about what God is getting ready to do. And as we think, as we think about these things, amen, and we're getting ready to take place, things that are happening right now, these spirits are, spirits are uh, running out of control in the church, not just in the church, but in a right that's surrounding us. And, Father, we thank you on tonight, hallelujah, that we're not going to let you be conformed, amen, to this. We're not going to be conformed to, to the things of the world. Father, we said about the renewing of our mind, amen. He said, be not conformed. Be not conformed. That means don't adapt yourself. Don't compromise yourself because these spirits are running rapid. Don't, don't allow yourself that. He says when you try, amen, in order for the, the spirit to really to understand you, they got to try the spirit that you are in in order to get their deliverance. And, Father, we thank you. We thank you on tonight. Hallelujah. As we begin to introduce this woman of God and let, her, let the Holy Ghost have a way on tonight. Amen. None other. Amen. Hallelujah. The Honorable on tonight, Dr. Internet Maria Bryan on tonight. God bless you on tonight. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, Dr. Erica Robertson tonight, CEO Prophetic Shift. We give God glory and honor for you for the platform tonight. I thank God for each and every one that is present tonight. We give God glory and honor just for who he is. And we bless him just because besides him, there is no other God. I do thank God for Apostle Tate for being on tonight. Hallelujah. I want to give God praise for him uh, as uh, one that is sitting on the platform tonight. We give God praise and glory for you tonight. I praise the Lord, hallelujah, for all that he is doing through you and in you, hallelujah, and for much, much more to come. I praise God for uh, Dr. D.L. Gilbert tonight, hallelujah. We give God praise for you. Uh, Prophetess Linda Lang, you know, we connected from, <laughs> so I honor God for you. Uh, <laughs> you know, the babies just leap, hallelujah. So we give praise and glory to God for for you tonight. Um, I also thank God for uh, all of us that are listening tonight, hallelujah, but especially, hallelujah, those that are of the household of faith and those that are walking in what God has called them to walk in. We are the ones that go out and, and, and compel men to come. So we honor the Lord tonight, and we thank him just for all that he's doing in and through us tonight, hallelujah. I was so excited about this. Uh, it came up so quick, hallelujah. Uh, and as I listened to the 
words that are spoken tonight, even through prayer. Hallelujah. I give God glory. I actually listened to the YouTube video again just to listen to the introduction. And, and as Dr. Uh, uh, Robertson talked about the clarion sound being released, I said, God, hallelujah. I said, you know, we're so used to, to hearing the same sound sometimes to the point where we don't even know what a clarion sound is sometimes. Come on, somebody. Some people have been so come on, come on. In, in, certain, in certain areas that they don't even remember what a clarion sound is. They don't know if it's something that you're full on or it's something that you hear in your spirit or what you're natural man. So, hallelujah, Lord, I just, that's not what the message is about tonight, but I just felt that in my spirit that some people need to go back on their faith to hear the clarion sound, hallelujah, that the Lord is sending We are in a very pivotal time right now, a time that God, hallelujah, has sent out his people. He has sent out his watchmen. They're, they're surveying the land, and they're coming back to give what does say the Lord. So we've got to be able in position to be able to hear, hallelujah. So throwing out the window, hallelujah, Leviathan and Jezebel exposed, hallelujah, what a message, glory to God, throw it out the window. Second Kings chapter 9, verse 33 to 35. So I'm going to go ahead and read that first before we get started here. Hallelujah. That's what God has given me to speak tonight. Hallelujah. You need help finding it. Glory to God. Ask your neighbor. Your neighbor should want to help you find the scripture. It is in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Not first Kings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's word, 
we understand that Jezebel was not just a woman. She was a king's kid, as a matter of fact. Hallelujah. She was a king's kid, and she just she wasn't just a woman from Sidon, but she was a Phoenician woman. So all of this, Jezebel, even in her her tragic ending, she had a history. There was something about this woman, regardless of how she died, there was something about this woman that brought her to the forefront even to, for her to experience the death that she experienced. Jezebel was to the point where it seemed as if she was just garbage. You know, sometimes we prejudge people. Sometimes we call a spade a spade or call an orange an apple. Sometimes we depict what someone is in the natural and on the inside we haven't even tried the spirit by the spirit to determine who is really standing in front of me. I look back at Jesus and Jesus, as he looked at her as a Canaanite woman, she, the Canaanites were like dogs. And they ate any kind of meat offered to them. And they charged it off as if steak was chicken and chicken was steak. Okay? So they looked at all meat the same. They didn't care what they ate. And they created, they said that it was equal value. So there was no difference. They didn't care. Now, although she was, although all of that, she was still called a great, a woman of great faith. Now, but faith doesn't mean to simply believe in. So I'm talking about the history of Jezebel. Before she became and died the way that she died. Before she was skull in one place, palm of her hands in one place, and everything else going on around her was just, she just was the epitome. She was the, the ultimate low life because of the, the legacy that she had built around her name, so to speak. I remembered a show I had called The Dash. And on my platform, I talked about the day you were born and the day that you die. In the middle of that is a dash. What type of legacy are you building for yourself? Are you building a legacy of the spirit of Jezebel? Are you building a legacy of the spirit of Leviathan? Are you building the legacy of the spirit of Jesus? Are you building a legacy of the spirit of the enemy himself? How do men see you? So we're talking about Jezebel here in the history that she created for herself. Now, if you go back to verse 33, the first thing that was said, the first action that was said was throw it out. I'm sorry. Verse 33 says, 
it says, and he said, throw her down. So they threw her down. So the first thing that was said was, throw the woman down. Ding dong the witch's face. So throw her down. And I can imagine what the thought might have been. Throw the woman down. Because this woman was the the ultimate woman that nobody wanted to see. According to the biblical narrative, Jezebel, along with her husband, instituted the worship of Baal, as a matter of fact, on a national scale. Hear that now, on a national scale, which means she could be the first lady, which means she she's a woman of power that stands in a position of influence. Now, in addition to that, she also violently purged the prophets. We're talking about the history of Jezebel, the prophets of Yahweh from Israel. She she made it her business to damage the reputation of the Omri dynasty. And because of this, Omri was annihilated. We're talking about the history. Now, let's move on to Leviathan. Well, before we move on to Leviathan, let me close Jezebel out with this. Jezebel actually married Ahab. Now, if you look at the history even of Ahab, he was the successor of King Amram. The Hebrew Bible actually calls him a wicked king, especially for condoning Jezebel's influence. Now, we're talking about the connection now as we bring these two, uh, Leviathan and Jezebel, together. There's a connection. Jezebel married uh, uh, Ahab. Uh, uh, Jezebel's history was not good from the very beginning, even from where she came from. She was once called a great woman of faith, but she did not believe in. She believed in, but it wasn't enough to get her where she needed to be. In 1 Kings 16 and 31, it says, And as it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nabat, he took as his wife Jezebel, daughter of King Ephbal, of the city on this, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. So this man wasn't too tight himself. If I could speak in layman's term, Ahab and Jezzy got yelled. <laughs> they were the ultimate couple. But there was a plan. There was a reason why they got together. There was a plan for them getting together. And not far off, sometimes we don't see the plan that things take place. We don't see the plan on why things connect the way they connect because there's an ultimate goal that's about to take place. And the goal is not always cute. The goal is not always with you and me in mind. The goal is most of the time to destroy it. Two are better than one. One is better than two. Two, one can put 5,000 to flight. 
two could fit 10,000 a flight. So them together made it even more powerful. Now, just a little bit more history on the Phoenicians. They were people that uh, lived on the Mediterranean coast. They occupied all the great cities of Tyre and Sidon. And Ahab, within himself, decided that he needed an alliance with this neighboring nation. So we're talking about history here. We have to understand where things come from in order to know where it's going. We got to load up. We can't load up a gun with something that we have no knowledge. We got to know to put the right bullet in the right gun in order to fire it. Because the enemy will look at you and say, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you? Thank you, Lord. So he actually made a treaty with the king of Phoenicia and sealed it by marrying his daughter. This is how Jezebel happened to move to Samaria. She didn't just move. (laughs) She didn't just move. This was a plan from the very beginning. There's only one way to describe this plan. It was a whirlwind that hit Israel. Because the king of Phoenicia was not only the political leader of his people, he was also the high priest of their very religion. And his name, Ethbal, implies Jezebel had grown up deep in the worship of Baal and his female concert. And finally, Baal was considered to be the god of the land. He owned it. They said, and he controlled its weather and the increase. Listen here now. He even controlled the weather and the increase of its crops and its cattle. Thank you, Lord. So now let's talk about Leviathan. Let's talk about Leviathan. Now, Leviathan and Jezebel, just like Jezebel and Ahab, were put together for one particular reason, and that was for destruction of the church. So whatever Leviathan is in the Bible, it is actually symbolic to evil. The first time Leviathan's name was mentioned was in the book of Job. If you remember, Job 41. If you remember, even before that, there was mention of him, but it was just little mentioning here and there. So when you see something that is symbolic to evil, right away, you throw up your guard, even in the natural. I see you coming. I got to be ready. I can't load my, I can't lock and load and expect to pull the trigger and be able to destroy you if I'm not sure what I see coming. I got to recognize you. 
Now, in the spiritual realm, it is a giant spirit that blocks the flow of God's purpose, power, and prosperity in the lives of God's people. There we go again. Leviathan. He's big in the spirit of blocking the flow of God's purpose. Now, the name Leviathan actually means to twist. <laughs> to twist. Twist your thoughts. Twist your mind. Double-minded. Nobody understands what you're talking about. Nobody understands what you're doing. Nobody understands what's coming out your mouth. Bipolar, schizophrenic, everything. To twist something, especially a human being, our mind is something. If you're not sure and your memory bank ain't working properly, your frontal lobe is not working properly, and if you're not sure and you're just talking out the side of your mouth, as we would say, you're twisted. And that's what Leviathan comes to do. Now, the actual demonic force actually twists everything to hinder the flow of God. That's the only purpose it has. If you ever seen a crocodile, <laughs> an alligator, it actually hides in the mud. Or really just under the, the surface of the water, waiting to grab your butt when you jump in that water. <laughs> so the Leviathan spirit tries to hide where the word of God and the flow of God's spirit are moving among his people. What better place for him to hide it? So he can hear, smell, taste, touch, all it. No, 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 no. He will hide right where the flow of God is and look for the weak person, the twisted person that he can use to do the work that he needs them to do. Hallelujah. And then guess what? Just like a crocodile, he attacks. Suddenly, after waiting patiently, he ain't going to do it right away. He got to check you out. <laughs> he got to mimic you. He got to do what you do. He got to say what you say. He got to hear you preach. He got to know every word you say. He's got to know whether you turn to the left, to the right, when you say is or at, when you say be or be all. He's got to know everything about you so that he can clone you. He's not done. So he'll wait until the end. And then you are his prey. He'll twist you up under the muddy water until you drown. So the light, Leviathan spirit, actually is unnoticed at times. And it's unobserved. It's the quiet one sitting on the side of you. It's the one that really ever, never has anything to say. It's the one that quickly agrees with you. It's the one that's waiting to find out your every move close enough to you to stab you in the back. It's the one that knows everything about you, even how you drink your tea. What time in the morning you drink your tea? Even which road you go down every morning? You don't change up. You use the same route. And you're being studied by the Spirit. 
so that when he mimics you, he's everything just like you. There's something about Facebook. People can come and clone or mimic your page or copy your page. But there's always a slip. They know your people. They will inbox all of your people one by one by one by one. Thinking they know exactly what to say. And not even so much that. They know that if you see the face of Dr. Robinson or Dr. or Apostle Kate, they know if you see my face, oh, that's Dr. Robinson. It's okay to say something, but instead of examining word for word what is being said or the approach that Dr. Robinson is giving, how more, much more can you know how to study a person if you don't stay behind the scenes. I've learned in doing web design that Google has a spider in the background. The spider searches out to find out if you're using dupe words, duplicate words, if you say the too many times, if you say uh, 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 contact too many times, if you say the word hold too many times, it sends up a signal. And it says, what is she doing? Or what is he doing? But when you use the word one time, it sets up a profile about you. So then when you go to search for something, it knows exactly where to take you. It compiles a bunch of information based on your history, based on what you've been searching, based on the way you speak. And it gives you what you're looking for. And you'd be like, oh, oh, my God, how did it know? Because it studied you. You have to know your enemy. You have to know how humans are studied. They don't know unless you show them. So you may not notice the spider in the background of Google. You may not notice the musician or the evangelist. You may not notice that they're being used to strike against you because they know the most about you. And you don't know that there's an appointed time for them to strike when they gather all the information in Google that they need to destroy you. Hallelujah. Then here you go, confused. Talking about the spirit of Leviathan. How can you be confused when you told the enemy or showed the enemy your move? I move to the left, I move to the right. I move to the left, I move to the right. But this spirit stays hidden until it is exposed by God. Now, one thing about the Leviathan spirit, whether it's your friend, your mama, your daddy, your cousin, your pastor, your bishop, 
your apostle, whoever it may be, no, listen, it could be anybody that is being used by the Spirit. They don't live in covenant. God is a God of covenant. They make a covenant, but they won't obey the covenant. They make a commitment, but they don't obey the commitment. They act like they know, and they're with you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Always blaming this one and blaming that one. But they won't actually live in the covenant that was agreed on as a friend or as a confidant or as a uh, part of the leadership team that is there. They will play the role until they're exposed. That's what makes the Leviathan spirit the most dangerous spirit that you ever want to see. Because they know your very epitome. They know everything there is to need to destroy you. So when they attack, they may not take you out. But they'll take you down if you're not strong enough or if you don't recognize who they are. Hallelujah. Now, one thing I also want to bring to your attention is that where this spirit is present and working, covenant relationships are always broken. I didn't say sometimes. They're always broken. Marriages are destroyed. Business partnerships are destroyed. Business partnerships drop from the top to the bottom. Friendships are dissolved. And churches are employed. This spirit comes to do nothing but destroy. Now, if either one of you have been in any deliverance, in ministry, I don't call it one place, any type of deliverance ministry on the street corner, wherever you may be, and God has delivered, then you're familiar with the spirit of Leviathan and all its characteristics. The Bible speaks of Leviathan as a strong and a fierce marine spirit. Now, when you look up the word marine spirit and you think about uh who rules in the in the in the in the kingdom in the United Kingdom and you and who rules in uh the spirit realm. And when you look up the spirit of pride, they are both on the same line. The marine spirit and the children of pride are one and the same. Look it up. Now if you look in Job 41, I want to tie this to Job. Well, actually, if you remember in Job 41, it says, can you catch Leviathan with a fish hook? Can you tie his tongue with a rope? Can you put a rope through his nose or a hook through his jaw? Will he beg you? 
to let him go free? Will he speak to you with gentle words? Will he make an agreement with you and promise to serve you forever? Will you play with Leviathan as you would play with a bird? Will you put a rope on him so that all that your girls can play with him? Job 41 lays it out. We're talking about the marine spirit and the children of pride. All this embedded, embedded in the Leviathan spirit. Now let me remind you about the strength of Leviathan, and we're going to bring this thing together. When he gets up, even the strongest people are afraid. They run away when he swings his tail. Swords, spears, and darts only bounce off when they hit it. So no matter what you throw at it, they only bounce off. That's how strong he is. These weapons don't hurt him at all. He breaks iron as easily as a straw. He breaks bronze like rotten wood. And arrows don't make him run. Let's remember that. Arrows do not make Leviathan run. As a matter of fact, it's like strength to him. Rocks thrown at him, they just roll off. When a wood club hits him, it feels like a piece of a straw. He laughs when anyone throws a spirit at him. Imagine that. He's sitting there laughing at you. You steady throwing. Oh, in the name of Jesus. No weapons. No, no, no. You keep throwing because you ain't doing nothing. He's saying, Paul I know and Peter I know. But who are you? The skin of his very belly is like sharp pieces of broken pottery. He leaves traps in the mud like a threshing board. He actually stirs up the water like a boiling pot and he makes it bubble like a pot of boiling oil. And lastly, when he swims, he leaves a sparkling path behind him. He stirs up the water and makes it white with foam. Now, all this is not to make you afraid, but all this is, is to help you understand who Leviathan is. Just like Jezebel, there was a plan. Leviathan has an actual plan. And in this plan, there's only destruction at the end. So if you don't know your boy, how are you expected to fight him? How do you expect to load the trigger and pull it? Because you don't know him. Your praying ain't going to get it. Your fasting ain't going to get it. Your stomping on the floor late at night is not going to get it. you got to learn this enemy and use it as you turn down your place. You have to use it, the information that you know about the enemy as you fight him. Now, one thing that I wanted to remind you about with Jezebel was she was real excited about religion. She was a fanatic. She was the one that jumped high to the sky and said, praise the Lord, hallelujah, and all that other stuff. Now, it's amazing with that. Because she was also headstrong, if you read on her. She was self-willed. She was a domineering woman and with a moral weakling for her. She had little trouble getting her way. 
she got him to build a house for Baal beside the palace in Samaria. Wow, the power of a woman. She got him to build a house of Baal beside the actual place in Samaria. Now, she actually brought 450 prophets in my study, I see, of Baal and 400 prophets of Asherah from Phoenicia. This woman was strong. She had something going on. And she housed them in her place and fed them in royalty. Their duties would have been to promote the worship of Baal and Asherah, I mean, Asherah, throughout the land. So there you have Jezebel and you have Leviathan. There you have Jezebel and there you have Leviathan. Now, when you bring the two together, not to, as Jamaicans would say, big them up, but to understand what you are fighting. And if you're not fasting, if you're not praying, if you're not studying, if you're not staying before the before the uh, before the face of the Lord, how do you expect to fight some 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 people that are in your life that are are that strong, that are that powerful, that have authority, that have clout, they're in high places, they got more money than you in your pocket. I mean, if you really look up Leviathan, even in the Wikipedia and Wiki, which I don't always trust, but even there it says Leviathan is a mythical creature with the form of a sea serpent in Judaism. It's all throughout the Hebrew Bible, including Psalms. It's in the book of Job. It's in the book of Isaiah. And it's also in the book of Amos. It is also, remind you, mentioned in Apocryphal. Book of Enoch. I always get that word wrong. It is in the book of Enoch. Yes, there is a book of Enoch. The Leviathan of the book of Job is a reflection of the older Canaanite Lotan, a primbill monster defeated by the god Baal Hadad. So even in, in Wikipedia, you see how powerful and strong this Leviathan is. And even in this book of Enoch, uh, really, the book of Enoch, a lot of scholars don't really use it a lot, but it's good history on understanding things that are not just written right in front of us. In order to dig and get the revelation of things, you have to study to show yourself approved. Now, to be empowered and understand who these two are, I mean, even Enoch, Enoch, you know, and Noah and demons and angels, they're all likened to one another. But there's a power that they have that caused them to be in the position that they're in, a position of power, a position of strength, a position of influence, a position that can call things out and destroy them. So I close with this. You cannot tolerate the spirit of Jezebel. You cannot tolerate the spirit of Ahab. You cannot tolerate the spirit of Leviathan. 
There are many people that grew up with their fathers and their mothers and their step-parents who hurt them by either not being involved in their lives uh, or over-controlling, uh, abusive, and all of those that had incest and molestation and all kinds of stuff going on. And they don't trust nobody. And they they died not trusting nobody. They're 50 years old and still not trusting nobody. Where's the deliverance? But you cannot play with those spirits because at some point you grow up. And when you understand that these spirits have controlled you, then you make a change. And when you make a change, then you walk a different path. They only have the power that you give them. But if you never take the power away, they'll keep you in bondage for the rest of your life. Now, Ahab and Jezebel were one at some point. And a lot of times you see that marriage partners and others in relationships who have the spirit of Ahab, uh, have the spirit of Ahab, they don't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. They're weak spiritual leaders. They're scared you're going to call them out. I hope that reminds you of someone. We're not talking yeah, about that. Right. But because, but because, you know, I'm going to say this. It's a little curveball of a throw in here. And this one is free. Just because Everybody running down TDJ does not mean that he's the NLB. Nothing against him. But if you confront him and on his spiritual level, he should have some maturity and you should have some maturity to be able to deal with these spirits one on one. Come on, come on, come on. But if you're such a leader where you've gotten to the point where you have bigged up yourself and you think you can't be touched by these spirits, then you need to go back to the to, to the drawing board. You need to be refreshed, renewed, restored, revived, uh, two hands up, two feet up. You need to be you need to be dipped in the water again. As back in the day that the, the uh, mothers would always say, call him until you get it. Whatever the case may be, because sometimes even leaders to go back to the drawing board because these spirits will take over because you have not, you become complacent with them. And when someone confronts you, you throw up a guard. So as you think about these prideful spirits, they're not just simple prideful spirits. They're strong prideful spirits. We have to recognize. We have to recognize that they are controlled by the thoughts that come to them. I'm talking about leaders. They are controlled by the very thoughts that come to them by these spirits. And it sounds good to you. It looks good to you. And they find relationships that are going to accommodate the spirit. So, even in a relationship, 
Jezebel was always a taker, and Ahab was a giver. Sounds familiar? Jezebel controls and leads, and Ahab gets control, and he follows like a <laughs> he follows. He follows her lead. He follows her lead because of my exposure. He follows something. Something don't sound right with that. He follows her lead. She's a taker. He's a giver. So many people, especially leaders, deal with the spirit of Leviathan, and it causes pride. And remember the twisting because of the communication. They play word games. They control people. And if you even notice, sometimes it even appears that the group of people that they control, they have been set up for that. And it just didn't happen when they got there. It happened years before they got there. Twisted communication. And and clear understanding of reality. Some signs of that in the human body are the back and neck pain. If you think about it, the spine twists like an alligator. Insomnia and drowsiness when trying to read the Bible or other Christian books. All is starting to happen. You can't do nothing because you're feeling kind of weird. Leviathan, Jezebel. Mm-hmm. Most churches have people in leadership operating in all three of these spirits to varying to many degrees, unless they have gone through deliverance. It makes you think like, do does the staff really go through deliverance, or they just go and say, hey, 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 I've been called to be a pastor. Can I get a position? <laughs> And you sign it and stamp it with your seal, along with the $300 that they put under the bottom of the certificate. As you pass in one, they pass in the other. So you do see a lot of pastors who are Ahab, who have many Jezebels who run the church. You see some pastors who have Jezebels who control everyone. So what happens when we tolerate these spirits and these? What happens to the family? What happens to the church? What happens to society? Well, we have ourselves to blame that. When someone comes to Christ and they don't have a clue, they don't know anything, we have a responsibility to have delegated authority that will be able to nurture them in a way that will not cause their lives to be twisted by bad communication or twisted words or manipulation. So in order to destroy these spirits, we have to know how to fight. And that's on any level. That holds for your honor bearer, your adjutant. Nobody takes Nobody clears the cut until they've been delivered. And then once again, we turn the mirror on ourselves. I give God praise tonight, and my job and assignment tonight was to educate you and remind you on who Leviathan is, on who Jezebel is, who those spirits are, and how we as leaders must identify 
so that we can care for the sheep that God has given us so that they can be all that God has called them to be and that we can also duplicate ourselves within them so that they can carry it on to the next generation. As my grandmother used to say, we're we're coming, we're going, and they're coming. So we shouldn't be holding it all to ourselves, but we should be educating others because one day we will leave this earth. One day we will leave this earth. And the legacy, the dash in between the two, the, the birth and the death that you live on life, should speak of him and him alone. It shouldn't speak of your car. It shouldn't speak of your Maserati. It shouldn't speak of your five-bedroom house. It shouldn't speak of all the dollars that you got. It shouldn't speak of all 16 books that you got, one of them uh, was before you got saved and all kind of stuff in that one, your testimony. And it shouldn't speak of your alligator shoes. It shouldn't speak of your $500 dress. It should speak of the life of Christ. And it should be a testimony that would expose this enemy, Leviathan and Jezebel, expose this spirit so that we can cause them to be inoperable and begin the next generation on the earth. We give God praise tonight and give God glory. I turn it back over to Dr. Robinson. Oh, God, that was powerful. Amen. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you. That was I'm telling you that 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 was informative, and that was a, that was a word directly because some people people really do not know the functionality of, like you said, the Leviathan spirit and the characteristics, and they I think they don't realize that the Jezebel and the Leviathan, like you said, are one because they're combined together. They're both controlling. Um, one one is uh, is, is uh, self control, like self you know controlling and manipulating. And then the other one now, when they control, they control from a religious, a religious sector. Okay? Uh, and then you got the one that, that, that has a controlling spirit, but they're seductive, okay, to get what they want. But then you got the other person, the other person that carries a Leviathan spirit, they're non-teachable. They don't want to be taught. They don't want to be taught. They're too stubborn. They're too, they're full of pride. So like, like you said, they, they, because they're combined together, like you said, one cannot go without the other. And once that you lay, you know, lay the platform down on tonight of who they really are, you know, then that that'll let us. Okay, now I can identify that. Now I know. Now, as a matter of fact, this was in the midst of it all the time, and I didn't realize it. You know, and 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 that's what it's exposing in this season. Uh, like you said, the ecclesia. It's time for the ecclesia to step up, and when they begin to step up that full exposure will be able to take place. It will actually fall, everything, like you said, will fall in a line or fall in alignment. Everything will line up upon a line, precept upon a precept, you know. And um, we just we just thank God for, for the word on tonight. That that was that was powerful. I'm telling you, that was, my God, that was powerful. Amen. Um, I'm opening the floor for, we have some uh, comments on here, and some empowerment. Amen. Because remember, this is being pro- this is broadcast live on 19 platforms plus four social media platforms. So um, the floor is not open. That was powerful. That was powerful. I I just want to say before um, the comments start pouring in, uh, Dr. Bryant, what a fantastic um, message that you have delivered on tonight. Uh, 
I am just only saddened that it has not been broadcast across the world so that many leaders and so many members, uh, many people yes, who stand in different areas of leadership yes, or those who call themselves pastors um, oh, or oh. just those who are within the entrepreneurship field um, would yes. know the spirit of Leviathan. And, Dr. Bryant, yeah. I must say I have to use your quote. So, madam, if I can have <laughs> your permission to replay this so it can yes. be heard, I am very serious. Amen. I have not heard such Amen. a powerful message in a very, very long time. Even within my own region, I haven't heard such a powerful message of something to identify with leadership. And so I thank you for being able to identify, to speak about it, woman of God, and to show that knowledge. And I am just, my mind has been blown. I literally put you on my loudspeaker in the car and transferred you to the house. After I got to hear it close to my ears, I got to hear it because these are things that I have experienced, things that I have seen. And I want to say myself, look myself in the mirror and say, Jay, are you Leviathan? Get yourself together. What's going on? <laughs> so I really appreciate you, Dr. Bryant, for that powerful message. I want to be realistic about it. Some people will not identify themselves as such a thing, but I want to make sure I right. examine myself and make sure that I have yes, myself uh, accountable and held myself accountable yes. for certain things. Dr. Mm-hmm. Bryant, you have been a tremendous blessing. Sister, please send me your cash app. Get, get my number from uh, Dr. Uh, Robinson so I can send you a love offering. I want to do it. Please. Amen. Amen. Please. All right. I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm finished. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Amen. We have a uh, Amen Prophetess. You, you're there? Prophetess Lane? Bless you, Jesus. Thank you. I don't know about this. Prophetess Lane, are you there? I know she's in and out. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless well, we, de- we definitely, amen. Thank God. She probably had a phone, phone problems up Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Good well, we just. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that was a spirit right there. I rebuked that and found the button. Hey. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank God for the word. Tonight it just filled my soul. Amen. I, I I just don't like this veil myself. Amen. And I thank God for that. People don't realize how 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 uh Isabel operates in the church. Amen. Mm-hmm. Right on the they come got the nerve to come in the church on the front seat. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And seducing spirits, amen. Mm-hmm. And when these, spirits, you know, um, and then and everybody in the church ain't saved. It's filled with the Holy Ghost. And, and see, years ago, the Holy come and pull something in front of them, you know. See, now they 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 just they just look at you, look at you like you're crazy. See, but that spirit is loose and rampant on the earth. Yeah, they are powerful, and sometimes. We can do, we can influence with the spirit of Jezebel. Jezebel could be called Sheila, be called uh, Linda, could be called Donna. <laughs> Jezebel could be called anybody. 
And yeah. we have to know the power that we possess. And we should be using the power that we possess for the Lord if we confess yeah. him that we know him. But if yeah. we, if we, if we confess, as they say, if you're going to go to hell, go to hell, uh, go to hell in style. If you're going to go to heaven, let's do, let's represent him well. Because at some point, I can't go to someone and say, hey, I messed up and they're going to be like, you know better. Because it, 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 it doesn't even have anything to do with, and, and please shut me off, Dr. Roberts, because you know, you know, you are getting stirred up. <laughs> Jesus. But, you know, it's, it's something, it's something when, it's something when we have been in the church for 40 years and we have not matured to a level. The Bible says we must strive for perfection. We must know the characteristics of God before we can possess the characteristics of God. When I read the certificate over and over again of ordination and consecration, as you read, as you receive these things and, 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 and you're validated or affirmed or whatever the case, whatever status you're in, whichever it is, if it's a certificate, whether it's biblical study, whatever it is, the thing it says is, talks about in John about that you should have the fruit and that your fruit should remain. It doesn't say oh, that you get the fruit, you get the fruit and they just sit there. No, 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 no. Long suffering. Hallelujah. Come on. We, we must have self control. At some point, our grandchildren and our children are holding on to what we're, how we're, how we're, what we're, what we're duplicating. So if we duplicate Leviathan, Guess what? You're going to have a household full of little Leviathan, little Leviathan, Leviathanettes and Jezebelies. Oh, Jesus. Because that's Come what you're getting. Yeah. All they see is you in church lifting your hands to my hallelujah, and they say, oh, yeah, but I, ma, ma, but when mama get home, Jesus. So I will sit there and I'm going to leave that alone because we have three more nights. <laughs> and we got, and you know, you know, because this thing is serious. And God always yes. puts me in a realm where it's leaders because we are the next partakers after the Lord Jesus himself. He sat on yes. the right-hand side of the Father. We are the yes. partakers that are supposed to be given up. My grandmother said, they go in and we come in. Whichever level you are, we have to give what this generation that is coming in can use to destroy the enemy. And make sure that they cut his head off, and nothing is left but the skull come on, come and on. the hand. Amen. Mute my mic, please. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh my peace, God, Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, as we stand in God. We pray, we touch in the power of grief. Amen. Release, amen. The virtue back into God the blood on tonight. Father, we thank you, oh God, that you have put them in this season for this assignment. Oh God, that you have executed. We thank you, oh God. How many of the hosts say it's over? Okay, get in part. We're going to release your impartation on this woman of God so she be able to begin to rest on tonight. Praise My God. God. <laughs> God, we thank you for releasing this word, God, uh, God, for your glory. 
not for her glory, but for your glory, God. God, you know. Uh, God, Jehovah said, no, he knows the way that we take, God. And God told me to tell you, he knows the way that you've gone. He knows the things you've been going through. And God said, go back one back from one year ago. God said, I know everything that's been going along in your life, even the secret things of heart that you don't people tell you about. He, he says, in due season, daughter, God said, in due season, I'm going to manifest so greatly and let your whole family members and people around you know that surely this must be God. So we speak a word into into your mind, your mind, your spirit, in the name of Jesus. Easy. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, I thank you, God. And God, I thank you, God, for teaching in they don't teach them but was on her night manifested way and we praise you God and we for her everything that she desired that you're going to do it for her by the blood the living God. I speak it into your Hadusha, into your spiritual loins, Adapusha. Your God, I speak it now. You're just speaking to God, God, I need to grow more. God, I need to get in your face more. I need more time in you. Because God, I need just to grow more in your word. And God said, I I heard you. I've not forgotten about you. And do. I know. God told me to tell you. You know what I'm talking about. I'm going to prepare you in the spirit realm. And God said, I've been blessed with so many uh, strong preachers and teachers around me, God. He said, God, I don't, I don't think I'm adequate enough. But God says, it takes all of us together. And the seed cannot tell the hand what to do or cannot do. You're all in the body of Christ. God said, be blessed, my daughter. God has not forgotten you. And in due season, he said, but thank not, I'm going to manifest yourself in the name of Jesus. And there's some preachers that are right now, from this day right now, that are dying out and leaving, leaving the ministry. Major things are happening behind the scene, and God's going to open a door for you. Because there's somebody been looking at you, Katawosha, to help you within your ministry. I know that somebody in your work, but God said, I've got it under control. Thank you. Control. I've got to get under control. I don't know what somebody is around you, whether it's a place or 
prosper in your life. Hallelujah. I don't know if it's some people around you, but there's somebody there that's watching you and see your life. And you she's such a sweet woman and she's so surprised and she's so delicate with her words and but look like every time she talked to me I just feel something in me. So you know what it is? Yeah, yes. It's it's soon to come. Launching out in the deep. I don't know what he was saying. I don't know what he's saying, but I'm saying, uh, don't be afraid to launch out in the deep. You keep saying that I don't know what to do. Things I'm talking about spiritually and naturally. But God said, don't worry about launching in the deep. And I didn't tell you again. God said, don't your 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 credit score. I hear you talking to somebody that's close to you about your credit score. Yeah, baby, but God said, but when it's it's not worry about your credit score. Hallelujah. Not folk, I mean the real preachers. I mean the not just the real preachers, but the people that live what they say. God is just getting ready to pour out much blessings. Some of us are never going to some time. But God's are making a way to folks out of no way. God just said, be frugal. There's no waste it. But I got you. And everything you have decided, because you said, I'm going to give my life to Christ totally. I'm going to repay you, daughter, in due season. And we bless your name, your heart. And we know that you have the favor of God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Hello?
of E.L. Prophetic Chef, Eagles Life Restorator. Thank <laughs> you.